Bad girls, bad girls, what you going to do when they come for you? We blowing it all up right here at L.A.'s Finest. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> What's up? What's up? Happy season finale day. Yes. It's lit, okay? We were... The season finale was such a bad boys reminder. They did it all. It was. It was a lot. They was blowing stuff up. They was rescuing people who was kidnapped. All types of stuff happened, okay? They they reminded me of the movie. And somebody died, like I said was going to happen. And the exact person you said. But we're going to get into that. Welcome, everyone. You are watching LA's Finest Season 1, Episodes 12 and 13, which just so happened to be the finale. Tonight, we're going to give you all things the team versus Carlene and finding the kids, a whole bunch of stuff. That just went a little haywire. Then we gonna let y'all know our top comments and top three spinoffs. But before we get into that, I'm Portia Carter, and joining me is the lovely, wonderful, beautiful. Well, Ashley hello Allen. everyone. I'm here today with my bun. You know, had to slick it back a little bit, get the baby okay. hairs out. Ain't nothing wrong with a slick back. Ain't yes. nothing ever been wrong with a slick them. Okay, <laughs> slick them back. Get that bun right. Yes, ma'am. So, let's start this thing out with episode 12, which was called, Ashley? Armageddon. Right, because I didn't know what that was. (laughs) I was like, what? Y'all want me to say that? I I can't pronounce that. So, it was called what? Armageddon. Yes, so within this episode, a lot of stuff happened, but right now, let's just get it... First and foremost, the team versus Carlene. Carlene done set fire to the camp, okay? Everybody suspended. She done blew up the spot. She confiscating all the records, throwing yes. the files away, and done put her put Sid, Daddy, and Fletcher in jail. Mm-mm-mm. Carlene, at this point, she's like, anybody who gets in my way can get it. <laughs> can get it. Anybody. <laughs> I was like, what? How did this happen? I mean, I knew she was going to be on a rampage, but she was, like, losing her mind. She was out of control. Out of control. First of all, she ski ski off with, with the arm that got shot up. Yes. I was confused. Like, how is she even driving right now? This lady is stronger than I thought, obviously. Well, I mean, when things happen and your adrenaline is pumping, you can, you're a lot stronger than you think you are, at least in the moment. Facts. But, I mean, like you said, she just got shot. She just killed Bishop. Right on the spot. Like, took them clean out. I was not expecting the episode to just pop off like that. Like, we we didn't waste no time. She didn't waste no time. She said, "Uh uh-uh, this over. You hire cops. (laughs) (laughs) She said, "Uh uh-uh, your friends is cops. Pop, pop, killed him and his whole team. Yes. The whole team. Listen, I mean, even though Carlene is not the nicest person, I will say she does handle business. She got balls. So if if I'm going to be, you know, doing something I'm not supposed to, I might have to have Carlene on my team. (laughs) You know what? That's a little dangerous. (laughs) That's just a little far-fetched. Yeah, well, she's ready to go when it's time to go. You know what? She did her thing with that. Not only that, like, she locked up. The, the best of the best, yeah. okay? But Fletcher don't play them games. When when he went to jail, I was like, okay, all hell about to break loose. How yeah. we gonna get this lady? How we gonna figure some stuff out? But little smart Alec Fletcher done did his dude and seduced or confiscated the guy's computer. <laughs> the cop at the front desk and got his whole computer and he set in fire to everything she owns. Yes. But you know what? 
It's I I did the piece that I liked about what we learned about Fletcher this episode is that his smarts came from someone. Granny okay. is smart. She got some tricks up her sleeve. Nana is with the stuff, okay? He learned everything. Like, when he got the computer and the, the people come visit him and everything, they, now Patrick, he was able to get Joseph off. Yes. You know, got the daddy out of jail, but he couldn't mess with Fletcher because he, you know, as a hacker, you, you got some pen, uh, penalties. <laughs> you got some priors. So for everything... <laughs> You done did, okay? Yeah. Like they go they going through all his stuff. They're like, oh, you hacking this, hacking that. And the whole operation with the wiretapping was a little illegal on their end. So yes. he had to do what he had to do. But in order for them to find Fletcher's backup files, he sent them to Nana House. Yeah. And he playing like he would see it. So Nana thinks Sid done popped up as the booth. Listen, <laughs> that Photoshop picture, I was dying. Like <laughs> and she was on his back. Are you kidding me, Fletcher? Seriously. First of that all, how Nana didn't know that was fake. She old, you know? I mean... But she's smart. She's smart with the computer, but she don't, you know... I guess. It's Nana. Plus, she probably like, I'll take whatever my grandson says he gonna bring in his house that's gonna be my granddaughter. Okay. I'm gonna take it. Okay. And she did just that. (laughs) But you know who wasn't taking this? Patrick. When he walked up in the house, he cussed out everybody. He blew up the spot. He said, how much, how much longer do I got to put up with y'all in this mess? (laughs) He done got demoted. He was yes. once DA. They done sus- they suspended the whole team. So the being suspended, yes. Sid and Nancy suspended, and then Patrick got demoted from DA. Now he just regular uh, whoever he is but at you, the uh, spot. I think that that was the best decision for him to to step down. Anyway, is because he's too close to the situation. There's no way he can continue to be Goody Two Shoes Patrick. Yeah. And do what he needs to do to be able to save his family. There's no way he could be able to do that. So him stepping down, no longer, you know, being in that position, kind of give gave him the permission to, you know, step outside of the lines. Yeah, I guess. You know what? And speaking of stepping outside the lines, let's get into Izzy versus Alice. Oh, man. So, um, we don't find out this backstory information that I'm about to give until episode 13, but I'm going to let you know a little something right here. Alice was let out of jail. And clearly, you know, she was let out of jail for the purpose of this episode and luring Izzy. But that's all I'm going to tell y'all for that until we get to that episode. But we open the scene with Alice at the bar. And this is how we know it's Alice because she's sitting there and she's talking to the man. And he she just gives this sob story because he offered her a drink. She let him know, like, you know what, I'm a recovering addict. And not only that, the last time I left this bar, I killed somebody. Mm -hmm. And he she was just like, I feel sorry for the daughter. How did you feel about that? I mean, it, it is it is what it is. <laughs> Your face, though. <laughs> but my question is, if you're a recovering addict, I mean, not saying that when you sit at a bar, you can't, you know, you have to drink alcohol. But right. I'm just like, well, why, you know, why are we here in this situation right now? Yeah. Because why did you go to the bar? That's what I'm saying. Why, all you, why are you doing this to yourself? And I get it. You know, she's fighting her internal demons and whatnot, but... I'm just like, girl, why are we here? Why Why are we even here? You know what? I think it was for writing purposes. I think we had to get an explanation of who she was, like an introductory to her. I agree. Because I didn't know who she was. You know what? I did peep that this was the the white girl who was uh, messing with, who was pregnant by a big man or trapped in the closet. (laughs) What? Anyway, so (laughs) it's a, girl, it's a R. Kelly thing, okay? Anyway. Oh, 
Oh, Lord. Yes. I'm not going to speak of his name. You're right. You're right. But Trapped in the Closet was some good stuff. No, okay. it was. <laughs> it was it some was. good stuff. But that's, that's where I know her from. So I'm like, okay. So they done, you know, hire baby girl. But anyway, so she reached out to Izzy. And so Izzy, you know, done had her little boo thing, Justice. I just love their little puppy love relationship yes. thing that they have going on. It's so cute because it reminds me of me being a teenager yes. and, you know, having a crush who actually like me back or a guy crushing on me and we like each other, that yeah. type of thing. So that was really cute. A little awkwardness. You don't yeah. want to look each other in the eye. Butterflies flying. It's, yeah. it's definitely really cute. And you know he really like her for real because he do anything for her. Like, he know good and dang well she ain't had no business going to meet this lady. But he done took her to this meeting, done pulled up at the spot, and the meeting did not go well. Mm. Soon as Izzy sit down, she got questions that need answers. QTNA, okay? Yes. And all Alice was able to tell her was, you know what, I got out. Then they said, reach out to you. Girl. That ain't enough. That's not enough. That's not enough. If you gonna sit here across from me and you have killed my mother, I'm gonna expect you to come with more than that. Yeah. And when Izzy explained, that was really steep. When she explained what she goes through at night, like, do you see her face? Because I do. Yeah. And I see her blood. And I see you looking at us and then just driving off, leaving us for dead. Do you personally think that it was a good decision for Izzy to take that meeting? Even though she didn't know it was a setup, do you think she should have gone? Of course not. I don't think she should have gone because she's not properly healed from the situation Mm -hmm. in order to be able to have the conversation that needs to be had. And a lot of times in life, we have these instances where we want to just blow up the spot or we want to just pull up on somebody because they done made us mad. Right. But sometimes we got to take a chill pill. How they say, think before you speak, you know, mm-hmm. be slow to anger, quick to listen. We got to take those moments where we recollect all of our thoughts. We search within ourselves to figure out what broken pieces of us that actually got hurt Heal from that and then try our best to mend something that was once broken, whether it be a relationship or something else. But if not a relationship, if you don't want a relationship with this person, then let's talk about where you had me messed up at and how you're not going to ever be able to do that again. Okay, let's set these boundaries. (laughs) No, for real. Like, that's how I felt in that situation. No, yeah, I agree. I think even, even though the situation is still fresh, I think it only been, what, three, four years or something like that since her mother's passed. Um, But she's so young. She doesn't even know how to process those emotions. So I'm just like, this is going to be a disaster. It's not going to end good. Yeah, like I said, if she was healed from the situation, it would have been great. But, you know, she dealing with these demons, okay? All types of stuff going wrong. And she done blew up the spot. She dang near cussed her out and walked away. Yeah. And lo and behold, that didn't end up well. Mm Mm-mm. So let's get into Warren versus Carlene because that's the next thing we see. So we got this little situation where Warren uh, is covering some tracks Mm -hmm. that we don't even know he's covering Mm -hmm. at this point. And when the girls go and get the backup files, Nancy just so happened to find a recording. And the recording was Warren's voice calling 911 at Sid's abduction. How did you feel about that? I mean, I wasn't shocked. It pissed me off because it just confirmed what I had been thinking. And I'm like, dude, you have been trying to play victim this whole time. You And not only that, but you've blatantly been lying to her 
all this time. This whole time, like, oh, what hurt me, what hurt me the most is if I put myself in Sid's shoes, like, fool, I looked you in your eyes and I told you I'm about to go after the person who shot me. Yeah. Granted, I think it was Gabriel Knox. And granted, he was Gabriel Knox at the time. But mm-hmm. throw all that out of way. I looked you in your eyes. I told you that I want to go off the, the person who shot me because they took something from me. And then I told you that when they shot me, they took my baby. Yes. Which was our baby that we had together. Mm-hmm. And he said nothing. You nothing. snake. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't sit here and try to make me boohoo and feel bad for you. The wolf in sheep's clothing. That's right. I was so upset. I'm upset thinking about it now. The audacity. I'm gonna fight him. Yes. Listen, <laughs> I I was like, hurry up and kill this man, please. I want to fight him. Yes. You know? That's, I was, that's why I got the bun today, because I was ready to throw throw down with Warren. I was, I was a little bit nervous, you know, when she was riding down through the scene, you know, <laughs> skirt, skirt in between all the cars, like move out my way because I'm coming. You know, when she was on that bike, I was a little nervous because I felt like she was going to have an accident. Yes. I'm like, she either going to have an accident or she going to do something stupid, you know, that don't really make no sense. But when she was doing it, I seen myself on that bike yeah. going, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to get this fool today. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even control Ooh, it. Like, I'm going to get this fool today because he hair is so messed yeah. up. Yeah. All the way so messed, messed up. So messed up. Yeah. And then not only that, she's going to the hospital to get you because at this point, mm-hmm. we done had the whole scene where Warren... Done showed up to Carlene's spot. This is after the Benz confiscate all her money from yes. the spot. After, you know, Nancy and Sid pull up. Warren show up to the spot and he like, give me all the files you got on me. Because he knew what they was going to find. Mm-hmm. He ain't nothing. But he like, you know what? Give me all the files you got on me. She say she ain't got everything. You know, some stuff is up in the air. And then she, you know, tricky trick him and shoot him. And now he's down. And Sid was the one who stayed with him until they took him to the hospital. Right. Listen. And and she, you 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 a messed up mf Yes. <laughs> At this point. Yes. Okay. That's exactly. At this it. point, he messed up. Like, okay, let me calm down. <laughs> you right. I gotta calm down. It's good. He got his. We'll yeah. get into that. But mm-hmm. yeah, he got his. Like it just wasn't right. I didn't understand no parts of how he was able to keep on his persona of how he liked her and loved her and wanted to be in a relationship with her when you were the one who tortured her. Because he really thought that he was doing the the right thing. He really thought that shooting her saved her. And to be honest, I do feel that way. That doesn't mean that it was right and that's what he should have did. But had he left it up to one of them, they probably would have shot her in the head. But that doesn't mean that when she blatantly, blatantly have asked you all these years later and you've seen all the trauma she's went through and you've already taken the step to tell her that you're Knox, why wouldn't you tell her all of the information instead of her finding it out and being more upset? The issue is both of these two people work for the government. Carlene and Warren. Yeah. So my thing is, first of all, why your old government working ass shooting people, ordering somebody to kill somebody else? Right. Why are you even taking it that far? Because when he said Carlene went rogue, I understand, you know, doing the most, you in business, you acting up. Right. 
But now you a whole uh, uh, LAPD agent or whatever you are killing people. Well, see, I think you don't take it too far. The thing about Warren is he's a bad guy trying to pretend and convince himself that he's a good guy. That's mm. what it really is. He's not that great of a person, but he keeps making these excuses and has all these reasons of why he did this because it was the right thing. Deep down inside, he's not a good person. He just he's just putting on that persona. But he's he's not a good person. It just sounds good. You know what? He's a bad boy. Yes. Just like the bad girls, which yes. was episode 13, but before we get into episode 13, let us just tell you how we appreciate you. We just thank you for everything that you've done for us, audience, as far as watching us, subscribing, liking. We need a little bit more of that, okay? Let them know some of the shows we got out. What else we got? We got. I mean, we have everything drama, here. We have drama, comedy, comedy sci-fi, all of the all, all heroes. of the reality TV, the okay. Bachelorette. Um, what else? Love and hip hop. Literally anything that you can find Basketball on TV. Wives. Yes. We cover it here at AfterBuzz TV. And all that we need you to do is go into our YouTube page, send us some love, send us a comment. Um, and then if you're driving or aren't able to watch us, guess what? We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We are everywhere, people. Show us some love. Spread the love. And uh, we may even give you a shout out. That's all we need you to do. And we want to thank you for continuing to make us here at AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Yes. Thank you all so much. And um, you know what? If you leave us a review or comment or something, we're going to shout you out because that's just what we do here. Yes. You communicate with us. We give you love back. It's a, you know, give and take. All right. So, let's get into some more give and take. Episode 13 was called Bad Girls. And they open up the scene with Nancy coming to Sid's rescue. And she doesn't say anything. She just gets out the car and gives her a hug. Yeah. That's all she needed. No questions asked. Just hug. I got you. What do we need to do next? That was a bad boys moment. Yeah. Because Mike Lowry had to one-up on Marcus too many times to let him know, like, bro, I got you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I definitely love that moment. And I think it was just, like I said, a reminder of how far they've come in their relationship. Like, let's remember how rocky they started. They didn't trust each other. They were doing their own little side missions. And now here we are at the season finale. And they don't even have to say anything to each other. They just know what each other needs, and they fully trust each other. Yeah. And so they both are dealing with some stuff. So we got, you know, Nancy hugging Sid because she is comforting her, and Sid is really going through. And then we go into this situation where they get in the car, and Sid just let her know from jump, like, look, I got kidnapped, you know, 16 years ago. And she basically just let us know about the whole Bad Boys 2 incident mm-hmm. where Marcus and Mike Lowry had to come find her because she was, you know, kidnapped by a drug lord, taken into custody because they was going at it with some stuff. Okay. So she's in the predict. She knows the predicament of being abducted for ransom. Yeah. And so she feels sorry that she has put... Nancy's daughter mm-hmm. in this situation. So they have this moment in the car and Nancy just like, you know what? Shut up. I ain't trying to hear your pity. We about to go get this girl. Yes. Just down the ride. She was um <laughs> what's her what's her um her undercover name? 
Jody. Jody. She was Jody this yes. whole episode. The whole episode. <laughs> we saw the real Jody. Okay. And I love that. You know what? And it, her dynamic has changed yes. over the series of the season. She started out as the good cop. Mm-hmm. Like, see, it was always the go hard bad one. But these last two episodes, Nancy was like, I, I, I ain't having it. <laughs> okay? She was blowing up all the spots. Yes. <laughs> She was blowing up everything, literally. Yeah. Nancy's like, don't forget where I came from. Okay. okay? Don't forget who I am. <laughs> she already let y'all know. Like, she could have went to jail, but her boo daddy took that fall for her. Right. She ain't too far. She know what's up. She ain't too far from going back. <laughs> and they done took Izzy and Justice. Yes. So, this whole episode is them finding the kids Nancy and Sid go to the house and all they know at this point is Izzy is gone. But mm-hmm. then they get Izzy's little friend, the girl who always there, oh. who know everything. Yeah. The spill the beans about justice being with him. And so now black being blowing up the spot Ooh. to everybody mad because yeah. his son involved, then you got Izzy involved, and the kids, it's just everybody kids. Everybody kids go, so not everybody mad at this way. It's personal now. Yeah. Like, this is is past DEA, this is past all that, like, this this is personal. Yeah. So, now stuff is really about to go down. Stuff is getting real. Yes. And nobody's playing these games, Mm -hmm. okay? They don't care what they gotta do, they doing it. Even the kids, like, Izzy is like, you know, I'm gonna find my way up off this yacht. Yes. And they done burnt down the... the Got sparks flying and stuff yes. stuff that burnt up the dango yacht. Like, everything was just getting blown up. Yes. And this reminds me of Bad Boys 2 so much because they was always blowing up stuff mm-hmm. and getting in trouble for it. <laughs> they was always getting in trouble for it. And it was just like a reminisce type of thing. So. Yeah. We got all of that happening, and they are not taking no for an answer. It's like, by any means necessary, they're going to find these kids. So they pull up to the dock where everything happened, and they like, you know what? We got your money right here, but we need the kids first, and then this big old fiasco happened. How did you feel about the big shebang? I loved the last case and uh, for the season finale. I think... Is what we've been waiting for. It was action-packed. Like you said, things were blowing up. Like I didn't lose focus at any point during this last episode, yeah. um, which is what I want and would expect from a season finale. So, Fact. And um, shout-out to um, Jay Ticket, our uh, guest that we had that when you weren't here. Uh, she was actually the writer of episode 13, I believe. So shout-out oh, yeah. to her. Great Shout out job. to you, Jay. I watched your episode. You were amazing, but this was dope. Yes. You did your thing on this writing because I was all types of like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> you know, when Sid hopped out the car, then Nancy hopped out the car behind her, then her daddy hopped out the right. car. Everybody got guns <laughs> ablaze. And I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Let's light this mug up. Right. <laughs> that is how I was feeling. And then. Lo and behold, Nancy done blew the girl money up. She like, uh-uh. Until I see my daughter, she done threw the bomb. Yeah, I'm not playing In the trunk, money goes flying, and they shooting up everybody. So the Benz, they go to get the kids while they having this big old shootout on the deck. And Black Ben just so <laughs> happened to fight the man who was babysitting the kids. Yes. While the boat is on fire, 
And then he gets shot in the butt. He gets shot in the butt. <laughs> he gets shot in the butt. I was scared. I'm not even gonna lie. I was like, oh gosh, is he gonna die too? But then, yeah, I, I you was ain't like, you ain't killing off the bins. You got to keep them. True. They like they like bring some of like the comical portion to yeah, it. You know, you right. A little bit of comedy. You know, I, a little bit of you yeah. Know. I just knew somebody was gonna die. Yeah, and I was hoping it wasn't gonna be him. I was scared. And then when he said it, but was he a took that bullet for all of them. He did because he, this man had a clean shot. It's like a row. We got Izzy in the front, then Justice, then White Man, then Black Bear. Yes, and it's just like if he hadn't jumped in front of that bullet, all of them it could have just went through them straight because yeah. it was a beeline. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie too. In that moment, I was definitely yelling at at the TV. I'm like, we don't have time for all this hugging. And are you okay? Let's get up out this boat, right? But I mean, okay. he, he was checking his boy. He like, no, no I know. this my son. You know, I know my my adrenaline was pumping. I was in baby the moment. boy had blood all on his forehead. I know. I, I know. know what they did to the boy. They done knocked him out of some other stuff. Yeah, they beat him up, pistol whipped him, all that stuff. He was bleeding. Blood was dried up. I said, ah, <laughs> that would have been me. Pop up on the boat like, okay, you good? And then I'm still going to beat your ass, too, yes. because you just, what did you do to my son? Because <laughs> what did you do? Yes. But they help him off the boat and then, you know, see it get Izzy while the spot blows up. Next, Warren shows up on the scene while they chasing Carlene <sighs> away. And then we got them walking into this maze type of thing. And the conversation starts. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Warren can kiss my whole ass. Okay? <laughs> because I don't want to hear anything else that you have to say. I don't. Like, if you're not... Like, in my mind, I'm like, why are you even here right now? Facts. Because you're lucky I'm not shooting you, and then I'm going to shoot her. Because Michael Talbert told him to go and kill Carlene to make all of this go away. And he yeah. said, if we don't, if you don't kill Carlene, I'm pinning all of this on you. So, basically, Warren Hendricks is a guinea pig. Or he's just a puppet. He do whatever uh, Mike Talbert tell him to do. Not only that, but he's only looking out for himself. For himself. he threatened McKenna. He said, if you don't get out the way, I'm going to shoot you, too. So, I mean... This whole time, again, that leads up to all of the lying. You've been putting on a show to make your... This has been all about you this whole time. All about him. Yeah. And what I hated the most was, she told him, she said, his name, it was a boy. The baby that you took from me when you shot me Mm -hmm. was a boy. And I was going to name him Carter. First of all, that's my last name. So (laughs) shout out to Carter, okay? Because I was here with you, Sid, Okay. (laughs) Shout out to Carter. But she said, I was going to name him Carter. And this man turns around and said, I had to do it. Okay, well, I'm That's have your to do response? This. Okay. That's your response to me telling you that we was about to have a boy together? Yeah. And I was already picking out a name for our boy? And your response is, I had to take his life or your life or all the lives because that was the only way to save you? No, no. you shot me. You shot me to where... I couldn't have come back from that yeah. had it not been for the doctors and you calling 911 as soon as you shot me. There's always an excuse. You don't want to take responsibility. I just had no understanding for it, but we get McKenna locking up Carlene. She told Warren, like, you know what? I'm going to keep on doing what I'm doing. I wish you would. I wish you would. She was like, I wish you would. And then see it, you know, she had to do what she had to do. She killed Warren. She put a hot one in him. You know what? A good hot one. And you know what I did? Round of applause. 
It's about time. Round okay? of applause. That's right. Yes. Warren, you're done. You're out of Shout here. Shout out to Josh with the round of applause. Best engineer ever. Yes. But, like, come on now. He deserved that bullet. I'm so glad. When I seen the breath leave his body, I said, thank you. Yes. Because, look, you and your uh, all about me and this ain't nobody else but you fiasco. Y'all can both get off about this mug, okay? So, lo and behold, Lieutenant Calloway pull up on the scene and the girls think they going to jail. And this is basically like some Marcus and uh, Mike Lowry stuff, too. Mm -hmm. The girls think they going to jail, hands up. And Lieutenant Kellaway said, uh-uh, ain't nobody arresting y'all. Y'all yeah. good to go. We told y'all to leave the case alone. But she messed up when she abducted the kids. Mm-hmm. When she took the kids, it was all about to go down. It's fair game. And y'all did what y'all had to do. Yeah. Y'all was just parents coming for y'all people. Yes. So shout out to Lieutenant Calloway. I thought he was a pain in the butt, <laughs> but he turned out to be a nice guy. He let our girls off the hook. Yes. Speaking of off the hook, White Ben was so scared all season mm-hmm. about this baby situation. A couple episodes back, he found out he was having two. And then for the season finale, the babies are here. Oh, so cute, the little babies. So congratulations to Ben. Yes. He done had two babies. Yes. With his wife. Perfect way to end a long day. A long day. <laughs> that was like a beautiful moment yes. because he was so scared. And you in like Ben Baines, Ben Baines. That's what I'm gonna call him because I keep on saying Black Ben. <laughs> but he told him a couple episodes back. He said, "You're going to be a father." Mm-hmm. Because he was like, you know, we keep losing our babies, you know. But he said, "You're going to be a father." Look, now he is a father. Yeah. And then they had this moment where you know. Ben then came up because he was talking junk about white Ben when he got shot. So right. he expected Ben to come at him like, you know, what y'all got to say. You know, I got shot in the butt. You know, I know <laughs> you got some jokes. But Ben ain't even had no jokes for him. He had all of the respect for him because he been with him through this whole process. Yeah. How did you feel about their moment that they had? I absolutely love that moment. And I think, you know, since they've been the comedic relief of the show... This moment was definitely a moment where we got to really see, like, the human side of them. And, like, just another peek into their personal life. So I really, I really loved that touching moment. And really just showed that they're, they really do have a true brotherhood. They do. Yeah. I thought it was cute. It was beautiful. And then everybody was there for them. So Justice was there, Izzy was there, and Patrick was there. Mm -hmm. And I gotta, you know what, because Patrick... I thought he was a goody two-shoes, but he done did a lot. He roughed up his boss. Yes. He went and found Alice, done had Nico on his team. They done broke in the girl house, done threw water on her little drunk, uh, puked on herself, <laughs> yes. self, and they about to get this girl. He was going to take her out. Patrick stepped his game up this episode, especially, like you said, when he confronted his boss, and he, like, ran up on him. I was like, oh, Patrick, I didn't know you had this in you. I was ready for the kill. <laughs> Okay. I was I didn't know you had this, but I'm glad to see this side of you. Look, you know? It ain't nothing like the anger and strife you gonna get from somebody when you mess with their kids. Yes. It ain't nothing like it. Mm-hmm. You wanna see somebody take you through some hell? 
and you know show up on you real quick mess with their kids <laughs> right. okay cause let me tell you something I ain't got kids right now before my future kids run up on mine and it's over it's okay. and I'm gonna be right there it's over <laughs> It's over. So I completely understand. Yes. And you see uh, Nico just with the jock. He look, he with the tag. He like tag me. Right. <laughs> Nico is ready for any and everything. And I love that about yes. them. It's just like Nancy and Nico, they are like two peas in a pot. Like yeah. they are just alike. They live two separate lives right now. But they're just alike. They both down and ready to ride. Like yeah. I got you. Yeah, that just shows that they have a good heart. So. I can't. I just... How did you feel about Carlene using Alice as bait, though? I thought it was whack. Very. I thought it was very whack. I mean, of course, she was desperate, so she had to do what she had to do. But I'm just like, girl, you've been you've been smart this entire season and have made good choices and actual smart choices. But that was just like, really? Yeah, because when they rolled up on Alice, I was like, what's she going to tell them? And she told them the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so mm-hmm. help her God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? You? Yeah. They let you out of jail for that? Yeah. I'm thinking you really did something good. You know what I'm saying? You out on good behavior or something. You got out so you can lure somebody in? Like, they knew this girl's emotions. Mm-hmm. Desperate. And that's unacceptable. Yeah. I that's agree. fighting words for you. Yes. Speaking of fighting words, uh, little Mar- Mike Michael Talbot done pulled up at the office where ain't nobody there and then called a meeting with Sid and Nancy. Mm. They want the case to be completely dropped. Do you think it's over? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It is not over. I think that he is going to be the next target for season two. Gotta be. Gotta be. Because this fool said, you know what, we're going to drop it. We're going to leave the case alone. And what really surprised me was see it being okay with it. I didn't understand that. But we see, like, Nancy, like, no, 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 no. I can't. Baby girl got to be behind bars. She messed with my daughter. Like, you right. know. Well, see, I didn't take it so much that Sid was okay with it. I think she was like, okay, this is the opportunity to get my badge back. When I get my badge back, I'm going to continue to do what I want to do anyway, like she's always done. So I kind of looked at it as her choosing, um, what, what's the saying? Choosing her badge? No. Over. I, um, I'm losing my mind. Doing what she got to do to get to what she want? I don't know. I'm just making up stuff at this point. She's choosing to to fight another day. Facts. That's what she's doing. Not she doesn't necessarily agree, but she's like, okay, I'll drop it so I get my badge back. But it's not over. She got her badge back and a new whip. She wasn't playing them games with nobody. Okay. But lo and behold, she get that phone call from Joseph, her daddy, and he don't let her know. Like uh, your friend Jen, baby girl, is dead. (sighs) And then not only is she dead, but she dead at his spot. Right. So you ran up in my daddy's spot to take out somebody that I love. Mm-hmm. It's on. It's Case on. is not closed. This is just the beginning. Just the beginning. And you know what? Before we get into our predictions for season two and how that's going to play out, uh, let's just go ahead into the news and gossip that there will be. Because right. <laughs> I think All right, ladies and gentlemen, for today's news and gossip, if you did not know, now you know, 
there will it's officially been announced that there is a season two of LA's Finest. Woo! So congratulations to all of the cast, all of the crew, the writers, uh, Jessica Alba and uh, Miss Gabrielle Union. We will be seeing them again. I'm excited to see where season two is going to go. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. And um, speaking of amazing, we got somebody that led us into some insight of what they wish would happen. So that brings us to our top comment segment. So for those of you who are watching for the first time, our top comments is where we take a comment that you left with us via social media or on iTunes or on YouTube. And we shout you out if you said something. If you said something substantial, okay? So... Shout out to Lisa Binder, who messaged us four days ago on YouTube, and she said, okay, plot twist, <laughs> and then she said, maybe they'll bring in bad boys Will and Martin, and, and who also played Mike Lowry and Marcus, as a prequel to Bad Boys 3, being as though the whole show had a Bad Boys vibe, why not include them? I'm down with the get down with I'm that. So they down. doing all these flashbacks. Yes. What y'all need to do is bring on Mike and, and Marcus and let us know what's up. Like, you know. Yeah. Because I'm trying to see why I see it ain't with Mike Lowry no more. Me too. I they know. was a bad couple. She, she still has his wa- the watch that he gave her. We need to we need some more tea on that situation. QT&A, questions that need answers. So shout out to Lisa <laughs> Binder for giving us that insight because yes. we was thinking the same thing. We here, girl. Okay? Here. We was thinking the same exact thing. I hadn't, you know, I'm, I'm just waiting for it. But, you know, shout out to Bad Boys, the whole franchise, because they are about to um, give us Bad Boys 3. Yes, I'm so excited. So it has excited. been amazing. Speaking of Bad Boys and this being a bad girls type of thing, we're going to get into our top three spinoffs ever. Yes. So tonight, we just want to give y'all a little bit of our insight from the back of our mind of what we think was some great spinoffs because this show just so happened to be a spinoff of Bad Boys, and they did an amazing job. So number one on the list is, of course, LA's Finest. How did you like the spinoff from Bad Boys to hear the whole transition? I thought it was great. You know, sometimes when I hear spinoffs, it makes me a little nervous, you know. Like, what y'all gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, this whole season was action-packed. Um, that had some very relatable moments. We had women in charge. Um, so I really, 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 really loved um, this spinoff. And uh, I'm looking for. I'm really looking forward to season two. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. And I love this spinoff because, it. first of all, it included Sid Burnett. Like, yeah. come on now. Why? Why would you not love something that includes an original character right. from the movie? It was amazing, and like I said, they they kind of correlated how Marcus and Mike Lowry would have all of these play-play things where they cussed each other out or going to bat during a case. Why they blowing up somebody's spot or why they shooting up people mm-hmm. or why they taking people down. They fighting and arguing with each other, too. It's just like all types of crazy stuff. We get that same dynamic yes. with Nancy and Sid. You know, they calmed down a little bit. They was a little mushy towards these last couple episodes, but it was <laughs> fire blazing, okay? They yeah. needed to be. They needed to hold each other back. And, you know, that's that just shows a different dynamic between, I guess, male emotions and female emotions. Exactly. And then it being the same type of thing. It was amazing. Yes. So, number two on the list is Boomerang. Yes. 
So, uh, if you guys don't know, BET has a series out called Boomerang, and I just so happen to be on the panel for that after show. So, if y'all want to check me out, y'all can go and find season one on all things After Buzz TV comedy. And um, so, Boomerang the movie was a movie about a marketing agent, and mm-hmm. the spinoff, the series, is about their children yes. from the marketing agent. So, it was... The original movie had um, Eddie Murphy, Halle Berry, Robin Givens, Chris Rock. Chris Rock. It was like so much. And so then we have all of their children a part of Boomerang. And this show, it's like amazing. So they give you black millennials doing the darn thing. They're entrepreneurs. They're influencers. They're artists Mm -hmm. and they bring all of this and include a little bit of romance a little bit of drama a lot of comedy and it's just like this big fiasco of greatness yeah I of course love the original movie I remember as a kid watching this and I was like you know like it it made me be excited to grow up um, but the the spinoff one, I'm gonna give my fiance a shout out. Shout out, babe. He was yes, in, he, he was, was on episode two, wasn't he? Yes, he was the Postmates guy on uh, who Boomerang. played the game with them. First of all, that episode was a little weird. You don't just let nobody walk up in your house and start right. playing games with you. But he did that. Yes. Um, but like you said, uh, everything just being a black young entrepreneur trying to find a way in life and in um, love and love. Yeah. Um, all balancing all those things and, and really trying to know yourself. So I re- really love that um, the spinoff is very relatable. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see season two of that too because they are coming back. They are coming back. But our last but not least third spinoff that we want to give you. You know what? They not coming back, but they were amazing. <laughs> we went through so many seasons of The Game, which yes. was a spinoff of Girlfriends. And this was written and um, produced by Mara Baraka Kill. Yes. And she's such an amazing writer. Mm-hmm. Such an amazing writer. I love everything she does. But when she created The Game, this was like my end all be all. I came home from school every day to watch this. It played through all of my high school years. Mm-hmm. And then it cut off right when I was going to college. And I was just like, oh, no. I got to <laughs> stop the game. It was amazing. And my favorite character just so happened to be Tasha Mack. Okay. Oh, of course. Because uh, Mama wasn't playing them games. How did you like the game? I love the game. Like you said, I would come home and like make time to watch the game. Uh, I think it was gave me personally a little bit of that fantasy of you know fame and living in LA yeah. and all that stuff like that. So um, that's what I really liked about that show. Yeah. So if you don't know about the game, it was really just a show where they were football players and their their wives, their love lives, and then you got Tasha Mack who is Malik's. Uh, momager, the mm-hmm. mom who's a manager, and it's just like all of their lives all intertwined, and they had a lot of crazy going on. They yes. had a lot of great actors. We had Pooch Hall. We had first of all, we had Tia Maori. Yeah, shout out to Tia because I love her so much. Wendy Raquel. They brought Brandy on a couple times mm-hmm. when they started extending the show. We had Lauren London on there, yes. like just some of everybody. Yeah. It was an amazing show, and I am grateful for that spinoff and all of the ones here. So, why don't you just give me some predictions for um, season two? And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. 
All right, so for season two, like I said, this is not over. This is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Sid's going to play nice for a little bit, you know, but it's not going to last long because it's Sid. She can't follow the rules, you know? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I definitely think that D.E.A. Uh, guy, he's going to be number one on her, her list. Yep. Um... Yeah, that's that's how I think we're gonna we're gonna kick off season two. I don't really know what season two is gonna bring, but I just hope that they blowing up some old spots. Okay, I you know want Nancy and Patrick relationship to blossom even more to mend their broken pieces that they have going on from this Dante situation. Hopefully, we see Dante again, or hopefully not, so that the McKenna's could be okay. Yeah, you can say right. But I'm ready to see Izzy grow up and be the bad woman that she is too and possibly help them in their little chases, yeah, you know? She could be a little assistant. Because she, cause she been on one, okay? Yeah. But guys, until next season, this was the season finale. We gonna miss y'all. Yeah. We gonna miss y'all. We hate to say goodbye, but it's just the end of today, okay? <laughs> Why don't you let them know where they can keep up with you? Alright, for the last and final time for this season, you can catch me, Ashley Allen, on all social media at Ashley Reed Allen. And for the last and final time for this season, you can catch me, Portia Carter, on all things social media at Portia Carter. We out. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.